This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here, your host. I am coming to you today with a really great interview. Um, Today we have a podcast host with us. He's an author. He's a coach. He's a speaker. He is an amazing all-around person. I just think this person is so amazing. That's why I wanted to bring him on to you. And I want to um, say that this is a behind-the-mic interview, so we're going to get to hear some inside interviews insider information right from a podcast host himself. And um, I would like to introduce you guys to Dr. Ken Keese. He is the host of the Secrets of Success podcast. He's been podcasting for quite some time now. Dr. Ken Keese, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks, Michelle. And awesome person. I need you to maybe just do a call to my wife or something. <laughs> I will. <laughs> just reminder. Just reminder. Uh, <laughs> or some of the other people I know. So thank you for that kind introduction, Michelle. Uh, we like you as well. Oh, well, thank you. That's awesome. So we met you a few a few months ago, and we've been working on your show since then. And I just love your show. I think what you do is fantastic. So to tell our hosts or to tell our audience a little bit about our show, I'll let you kind of take us on like how the show started, what it's all about, what your favorite parts are. And then I want to dig into like you're a master interviewer. You have drawn out so much content for some of the people that I've listened to uh, on your show. Mm-hmm. And you have an amazing way of doing that. So I want to talk about that after I hear all about how, how, how it all started for you. Well, I mean, years ago, we started the show really as a way to interview our licensed associates. So we're a training and publishing company. So we publish psychological tools and assessments. We remarket those and license those to other professional developers, coaches, trainers, speakers, HR professionals, learning professionals around the world. And I was interviewing our associates, people that used our products. That's where it started. Then we abandoned the show for about a year because we couldn't get iTunes to even sort of upload it. I don't know what the deal was. And, and then we restarted and said, you know what, we're going to commit to this and we're going to make it weekly to start with. Uh, and so we just sort of started awkwardly and I had a lot of connections within the space and New York Times bestsellers who were friends. So we reached out to them. And then so over the years now, we have over 200 episodes uh, so that we have out there and consistently now for three years, we've been producing it weekly is reaching out to individuals who can serve the audience. And our topic area is primary leadership, uh, wellness, purpose, but also any kind of inspirational story that helps people to realize their potential. So my purpose in life is help others to live, lead, and work on purpose. Our company is really, our focus is to help people in their self-awareness and self-mastery. And so we really look, that's why it's called Secrets of Success, Mm-hmm. is how can we get, you know, leave you tips, ideas, concepts from our guests. And I'll do the odd solo show to take your life to the next level in the context of that. 
So, you know, once in a while we'll interview a marketer, but it's not our thing. You know, none of venture capital, real estate experts. It's not our deal. It's really around personal professional development. Yeah, you've had some incredible guests on. Who has been your favorite? Oh, that's not a fair question. <laughs> it's not really. I think, you know, if I go back years ago, I had David Woods on. And David is a network marketer, but he's just, he's a high energy guy. He, you know, he came to the country with a backpack of nothing and just really shared a lot of energy with the audience. And so I would say that, you know, my favorite guess in plural is really people that bring it to the mic that keep the audience engaged. And there are some people who are great content experts, but unfortunately they're not masterful in communicating and keeping the audience engaged. And so I don't know if I have any favorites per se. Um, one of the other one is Dr. Tom O'Brien. And one of the things is Tom is a New York times bestseller. I, I got to know him online. And one of the things that I really appreciate, and this is really more about qualities, Michelle, than it is about the name, mm -hmm. is he was so humble, he was so appreciative, and he was so thankful to be on our show. Mm -hmm. And so those kinds of guests are just amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I recently had another person on our show who has a million Facebook followers. Well, these are the kind of people who are gravitating to us. Another individual has like 375,000 Facebook followers. In fact, his show, when we're recording this, just was released this week. So, you know, I do get to meet some pretty interesting individuals from around the world. That's awesome. You have had some incredible individuals on your show, and I always enjoy listening to it because they always have such unique stories too. And you're so good at um, drawing their stories out and relating to them. Are there anything that you, is there anything that you use in particular in your interview skills, or have you just kind of adapted those skills over time and become a master at them? Mm. Well, I was fortunate many years ago, like way over a decade ago, I was hired to be the host of an audio magazine. So this was pre-podcast days. Mm -hmm. And so we would record through the phone lines and we had a technician at one end and then we did a three-way call and then it went on an audio CD. So I started with that and those were always 59 minutes. <laughs> that's exactly, because that's what a CD would hold. It wasn't 61 and it wasn't 55. It just had to be 59. So I, and I got introduced some pretty high-end individuals, Mark Victor Hansen, Robert Allen, uh, you know, uh, Mark wrote Chicken Soup with Jack Canfield. So I got exposed to those. I've always had this sort of inquisitive, mm -hmm. think on your feet mind mindset. In my gift, even when I was a teenager, was being an MC. Well, a master of ceremonies is really orchestrating things live in responding to what's going on. It's not scripted per se. So one of the things in my interview techniques is this. I have all the background information on my guests. We have a guest form. It's highly detailed. In fact, some of the guests complain that it's too detailed. Because We're going to talk more spend, about that in a minute, but yes. Yeah, they have to spend 15, 20 minutes. However, I absolutely refuse any scripted questions. Mm -hmm. So it really is like you're doing here. It's organic. It's flowing. You know, I don't know what they're going to say. So... I might have a response to what they say, but it, that would no way that would fit with scripted questions. The other thing that my mindset, and I'm better at it some days than others because you really have to be attentive, is my whole goal is what is it, what's in it for the audience? Mm -hmm. It's not about my ego of being a host. Mm -hmm. It's not about their ego as being an expert. 
It's how can we serve the individuals who are listening? I mean, their most, I say it every show, their most valuable commodity, and those people listening to this one, is your time. Mm-hmm. And you've chosen to listen to this podcast, this great moment. Well, the greatest um, service is how can I contribute with ideas and strategies that uh, serve you in some way or another? So that's, that's the goal that we have in the show. The other side that I have in the format, and I do it sometimes a little longer, a little shorter, and that is I want to hear the story of the individual. So they might be this great big name, New York Times bestseller, but I want to hear about your story. Where did you grow up? Who are you? How did you come to do what you're doing right now? And then, of course, out of that come other questions. And then I'm, I'm always taking notes as I'm interviewing because I don't do it on camera yet. And then I, I take those notes and I'll come back and I'll interrupt the guest. And they say, hang on, what about that? And try to dive a little bit deeper into whatever that content is at that, at that moment. And then, of course, through their uh, guest forum, I know about their expertise and what they want to talk about. And I'll call it part two of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really noticed that you're good at, you know, having a, let's go deeper on that. Let, what, what was that? Like, can we go back to that? You know, let's go a little bit deeper on that story. And I noticed the story takes up quite a big, big part of the episode. And you do that on purpose, I think, because obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's, a, it is like exactly where these people have come from and it's their story that's made them who they are today. Am I correct on that? Or am I just making that up? No, that's exactly right. And one of the things is uh, I want to delve into the story. And so if they have trigger points or transitions in their life or transformational moments, I want listeners in, you know, as a a professional speaker, everybody knows that story captivates audience. Mm -hmm. So if I'm really good at dropping a bunch of data in your face, well, uh, great, but you're not going to listen as long as if I'm telling a story about I was here and then I journeyed there. I just interviewed my friend for the second time who's climbed Mount Everest. Mm. And he climbed up Mount Everest as a 48-year-old. And, you know, what he failed the first time and what happened there. And then what did he think? And what did he have to go through to come back? Mm. Well, people listen to story. And you also, by the way, you remember story better as part of it. So usually it's around, it's not quite, but around half of the show is plus or minus. There's no... I'll call it lockdown. This is the way it's going to go. Like I said, I'm not scripted, but I do know that I try to kind of wrap up the show by 45 minutes mm-hmm. is plus or minus, And then in that space for us. So we're a little bit longer than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, other shows might be a little shorter. And then there's, you know, like the Joe Rogan show that's three hours. Well, that's a whole different story. Yeah, there's a saying, I think it's like, there's some five minute shows that are too long. There's some hour long ones that are too short, right? So I think you've got it right. Like I think, and I, that's one thing I want to hammer home to our audience that's listening today. We're podcast hosts or thinking about starting a podcast. These are some really great nuggets that uh, Ken's giving us today because, you know, one, it's all about, like he said, it's all about the audience. What is our audience getting out of this show? Which is exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm taking what you said said, digesting it for our audience and kind of giving it back to them. And as a reminder, this is what you said. And I also 
want to, um, you know, really make sure that you guys heard him say that he really focuses on that story. And it's all about stories because people are going to remember stories over facts and, and, and statistics, right? So I think those are so two really key points um, when you're interviewing mm -hmm. someone. So I'd love to uh, find out a little bit more, Ken, about why you got started um, down the path of really like kind of getting into the behavioral assessments that you guys do and, and things that you do in your business. What made you get down that route? And let's take us to that story. Well, so we'll go back. I mean, I was in, uh, how I got in the industry is I was actually a sales professional in the agricultural field. I grew up on a dairy farm and then transitioned into working for an agriculture company as a nutritionist and a consultant to the dairy industry, as well as a soils expert. So from there, I started my own sales training company. And that sales training franchise actually had a behavioral assessment in there because if we think about it, all of us around building relationships with others and the more that I could be trusted and the more that I can serve you and the more I can connect with you, the better, but I also need to know myself. Well, through that, I, I met Dr. Terry Anderson, who was the founder of CRG, which is a company I own, mm -hmm. just a few months after that. And so within two weeks, we moved our offices together. He mentored me. He's the one who started the assessment company that I own. And then um, I worked for the company for a bit, but then I had a, the sole source contract, it was a blessing, with Chrysler to do all the soft skills with another individual. So we developed all the leadership, the communications, the sales, the customer service, you name it. We did it for a decade. And whenever we did programs that included the behavioral assessments, there were always the number one rated programs that we did with the company. So our sales training program called Why Don't You Sell the Way That I Buy was the number one rated program they did in a decade in 40 countries. Wow. Well, we were helping them understand the selling style. We're, we're teaching them how to uh, read customers' buying styles. And so all that was just very, very powerful. And then a little event happened called 9-11. Mm -hmm. So those of you that are old enough, in the next week, Chrysler phone me says, listen, your seven-figure contract is canceled. So we had 12 full-time trainers. I was traveling. I was on the road 300 days a year. So the opportunity to buy CRG came up, which is now when we record this getting close to 18 years ago. So uh, that came up. And so I bought CRG and then I moved my mindset, Michelle, because I was constantly on the road. I was on the road 1500 days in seven years, nearly cost me my marriage. I had two little kids. And so I shifted from a speaker who writes to a writer who speaks. <laughs> and so, so I took 10 years after I bought CRG to rewrite the content that CRG had acquired through all these different uh, authors and refine the content of the 12 assessments that we now deploy, plus the other books and stuff, and then uh, put all the tools online. Because back when I bought the company, none of the assessments were online. You think it's silly now. I mean, people listening to this, you think Zoom and all this stuff was always here. No, hello. In the 90s, when I was a trainer, the re I commuted to Detroit because we didn't even have email. That's how recent technology has exploded our options. You know, here we're doing this interview virtually, Michelle. I've interviewed people from Dubai, in uh, Brisbane, Australia, in the UK. Wow, I mean, what, what an advantage, like mm -hmm. right now has. And then what I did, I just fell in love with, my purpose in life is to help others to live, lead, and work on purpose. And I have a complete bias, I admit it, that knowing self is foundational to any kind of work. So everybody talks about mindfulness, self-awareness, consciousness. Well, we are, in our opinion, one of the best in the world in helping people 
to create personal clarity and self-awareness. And then that was just my love around the assessments. And now I've conducted the certification, the three-day certification with other professionals from around the world for 15 years. And people come out the end of it, Michelle, and they say, this is the best workshop I have ever attended in my life. And so those are humbling sort of uh, words, but also passionate, because that's exactly what we wanted to create is to have this experience when people go through and know themselves holistically, you know, their values, their self-worth, their wellness, their personality, their leadership skills, and on it goes. Wow, that's incredible. Do you think uh, from a podcaster's standpoint of view, what, what are some things that we can learn from the tools that you have to help us become better podcast hosts? Well, I mean, obviously knowing yourself, so personality or our personal style indicator and knowing the type of person that you are is good. And that is also going to help you to understand different guests. I do want to back up one, state, state, uh, one step, Michelle, just so that I don't forget it. And that is, there's a couple of things that I've learned being podcast hosts that I want other people that are, if you have a podcast to, to think about. Please, yeah. First of all, you have to say no to certain potential guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I know that you're talking about our personnel, our stuff and how it helps people, but you also have to make some decisions. I, I made a mistake once where uh, I just had somebody on the show and it wasn't a fit. I also had somebody on the show and then when I finished the recording and doing everything, the energy was just not there. I would do a disservice to my audience. So I actually um, contacted the individual and said, listen, we will not be using your episode. So I've, I've gotten really good at saying no, as well as saying yes, and know who you're serving. I mean, everybody in the podcast industry says, who's your audience? Well, I don't really know that answer to that question, but I know what we're trying to do in terms of who we're serving and what our content is. So I don't like to do shows on marketing or venture capital or Bitcoin or um, AI. That's not who we are. So we're not trying to be all people. So that's part of it. So the other one is, is when you think about our tools is knowing yourself. We also have a values assessment. So each person as a podcast host is going to have different strengths and different challenges. So what is it that you bring to the table? Know yourself. Uh, You know, everybody talks about podcast fade, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And because, uh, you know, of the situation they're in right now, I've done three uh, full podcast days. Well, I'm just about done, right? Mm -hmm. You know, after doing 16 hours of interviews, you're pretty well like, hosted. So, um, so know how to pace yourself, know what works with you. Uh, don't overwhelm yourself. And then the other one is, is I think one of the reasons that we feel as good about doing what we're doing now is we partnered with you, Michelle, if I may put a plug in for you and your team and, and, uh, you know, Aaron's amazing, uh, to work with is that bring the right professionals around you so that you, that complements what you do. My, my, my gift is being the host. Mm-hmm. And, and I also vet the, the guests personally, mm-hmm. uh, meaning I, I have the executive order of yes, no. I still have other people looking and agents always reaching out to me. Could you have my person on? But when it's all said, then it's here. But the rest of the admin stuff and the editing and posting and social media, I want to have nothing to do with it. Like, <laughs> absolutely none. Now, there's some people listening to this as a host or mm-hmm. as a podcast promoter or publisher is that you're fine by that. Sure, go for it. I don't care. But that's not me. And I would never do the podcast if I was responsible for all the administrivia around producing one. 
Yeah, it's a big, huge undertaking, I think. And I think you become, uh, you, you stay in your zone of genius and are a great host when that's what you can focus on the content creation and, and focus on, you know, having the relationship. So with your guests that you bring on, you've had a previous relationship with each of them or some of them you're brand new to you or how do you find your guests? It's both. Uh, what's happening now, because we've been there solidly out there for well over three years, getting close to four years, uh, I have a lot of people reach out to me. There are several uh, companies like, like you, but also Inter Interview Valet, which Tom owns, uh, where they find shows for people that pay them to find shows. So I have a few of those that reach out to me and then they'll say, hey, listen, this person might be a good guest for you. Mm -hmm. I, my space in social media is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. If I find somebody that I uh, think will be a fit, I will ask them to be on the show. Uh, the other day, my, one of my best friends says, I just read this book. You need to have that person on as a guest. Well, boom, I reached out to him as listen, my friend says your book's the best book that he's read in the last 10 years. I'd like to have you as a podcast guest. He said, yes, he's, he's a New York times bestseller. So now there are some people I've tried to get on my show that have not responded to me mm -hmm. that I want to be able to like Malcolm Gladwell or some of these other ones there. Mm -hmm. um, it's too bad. Um, you know, I think that they would have a good uh, space on our show, mm -hmm. but not everybody says yes. And then of course we do the reverse. We reach out and we try to be on podcasts like we are with you, Michelle, as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes too, like sometimes the bigger names are, are, um, you know, they're great to get on your show. Um, but also to the people that they do, that don't yet people don't know already are amazing guests because you can bring their story to life and, you know, really share them with the world. And, you know, sometimes the, the A-listers sometimes have the same stories that they say on every podcast. Right? <laughs> so right. there's, there's good to, there's good. Fair to enough. Well, there is, there is two <laughs> other ways, Michelle, that I have gotten guests and that is, yeah. I have been a guest on other people's podcasts mm -hmm. and I, and I asked the host, I said, who else have you had on your show that would you want to refer to me? And then I've also had guests on my show and I said, who else do you know that would be really good for this show? Mm -hmm. So I've asked guests and hosts for uh, referrals. Mm -hmm. So this one fellow who has the million followers, that's how I got him on the show is that one of my um, colleagues who I've known for a decade, she's, like one of the number one networkers said, Oh no, here's two people you need to have on the show because she referred mm -hmm. me to them is why they came onto our show. Sure. So that opened doors as well. Yeah. I love that. Like really leveraging the relationship when you're having that conversation with someone at the end of the interview went, well, I love that. That's a really good point guys. Make sure you're listening to that point. That's a really a genius one is to really ask people for who else do you know would be a good fit for this. And uh, Ken, I want to, before I let you go, I want to talk about your, um, your form for your uh, guests. So when you uh, say yes and agree that this person will be a good fit, you ask them to fill out a form. Now tell us a couple of reasons why you get them to do this. Well, it brings all the information we need. We didn't have that formalized before. So, you know, upload your headshot, upload your bio. Uh, I, I'm a little unique. I have a handwritten note I send to every single guest. Mm -hmm. So I ask them to have their mailing address inputted there. Uh, so their social media links. So all of these are there for us mm -hmm. to, uh, for us to use the team to use, your team to use, my team to use as part of it. Now, part of the form format I got from Doug Sandler, which was Nice Guys podcast. 
And I also have some requirements on there. Not everybody is pleased with the Michelle, and that is you agree to promote your episode to your social media uh, base. Mm -hmm. uh, you also agree to rate our show and leave a positive comment. Now, you don't have to subscribe because you, I could be subscribed to 100 shows by the end of the week kind of thing. So we also uh, have that in the place. And then we also have a sign off that the show belongs to Secrets of Success from a copyright point of view. It's their content, but our edited show belongs to us. Mm -hmm. So we're just setting up some professionalism. And then once they have submitted that and I see all the details are in place and everything's in order, then we send them the booking link after that. Mm -hmm. and so they have a certain requirement. I've sent this uh, podcast guest form out to people. And I actually got one back a few minutes before we were doing this show. I sent it to her a year ago. <laughs> and so I said, hello. So now I've sort of sent it up. Listen, you have two weeks to uh, submit the form because we have a sort of a, I'll call an interview, I call an invite list. Mm -hmm. And so we track that as well. So there is a lot of administrivia to make sure that all these things are in order and, and the form just um, helps us with that. Make sure that everything is there. I mean, you could do a show and said, oh, where's the person's image? There's a show and then where's the person's link? You know, all that kind of stuff. Right, yeah, I think it really helps you feel more confident and organized as the host. Also helps our team on the back end for being organized and having all that content when we start doing the editing process and show notes and things like that, so much easier. But then also I think you're weeding out those people that you probably didn't want on your show in the first place, if they're not willing to take the time to fill out the form and make the effort, then I think that's really a good sign that they're not a good fit for the show. <laughs> it also, it ups the whole professionalism too. Yeah. It really does. So I said, okay, you know, this is, we're, we're a real show. We take our, what we do uh, seriously from a professionalism point of view. And it just adds that. And it brings that consistency to everything that we need. I, I ask things like, do you have a gift? Do you have something mm -hmm. you want to give away? What's your contact website? All of that is there. And yeah. so away we go. And then now we can produce the show. Yeah, I love it. Really comprehensive form is great. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Make sure you guys, if you're starting a show, you have something in place like that for your guests. It just makes your life so much easier, less administrative work, and so much easier for your guests to and one, one other thing, Michelle, is our uh, booking is an auto link with auto. Um, it has the full detail of the show and how they connect, but it also has all the reminder emails too. So once they go there and I've, I've established what days I'm recording and all that happens, they get that. And then I don't have to do anything to remind them, make sure they're going to be there. And except for one person, everybody, everybody has showed up on time for their show. That's great. I love that. Just makes your life so much easier. <laughs> so Ken, mm -hmm. if you have any, do you have any advice as before we wrap up for anyone who's out there thinking that they might want to start a show? We like to ask our guests, you know, who are experienced show hosts, what's some advice you would give to someone if you're looking at starting your show today? Well, first of all, hire you. And then, uh, and, and yeah, make sure that, that you, you for that. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. So no, you know, uh, you know, just make sure you know why you're doing it. There's an enormous amount of effort that goes into it. it it's costly to produce if you're not going to edit yourself either and you're not going to do all the social media. You, you, there is an investment there. It's there. And then you have to ask yourself, why are you doing it? What's, what's the purpose of the show? Who's you, who are you going to serve? And one of the reasons I decided to do it is verbally I have no hindrances. Mm -hmm. So meaning uh, asking questions, interviewing, being comfortable with guests of any kind of stature, it doesn't bother me at all. And so I knew I could produce content 
very easily and then also build the brand and be connected out there. The other one is the whole marketing side, which we don't have time to go into, Michelle, is you know, get a professional group or team or individual to help you with that whole call to action and why you're doing it and how do you monetize the show, which mm -hmm. is a whole show in itself. Yeah, it sure is. Well, Ken, I know you have a, a gift for our, our audience today too. Do you want to tell us about that? Well, they can go to my speaker site, which is KenKey, spelled K-E-N-K-E-I-S, dot com slash amplify. And if you go to that, you're going to get a free ebook of my full, the Quest for Purpose book. So this is my book that I've read, or, or written, pardon me, to help individuals to get clear about their direction in life. Maybe you're feeling pretty good, so this is gonna help even refine it further. Maybe you have no clue about where you're going, that will start you off as well. It is a roadmap to fulfill your potential. Awesome, well thank you for that gift. Make sure you guys check that out, and also we'll put it in the show notes in case you missed that, but it was kenkeese.com, was it? Yeah. Yeah, forward slash amplify. amplify. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kinkies, for being with us today. It's been a pleasure getting to chat with you and find out all more about your show and more about how the story of how you got started on your show. I didn't hear that story yet, so that was awesome to hear. And for you guys listening, please go subscribe, review at Dr. Kinkies' show, That Secrets to Success. And we'll be so excited to bring you back on again in another time. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.